Welcome back to the Fan Whistle Podcast. I am your host today, Javon, and I'm here with my co-host. Hey guys, it's Hav. Uh, welcome to episode 8 of the Fan Whistle. And we're going to kickstart off with the French Football Awards. What is your take on this? It happened earlier today. Yeah, this was a brilliant award um, show. And a lot of awards were given out. Uh, 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 where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Uh, goalkeeper. The goalkeeper. Yep. Uh, this was a pretty straightforward award. Um, Thibaut Kotoa won the Yashin Trophy, uh, which is basically the Ballon d'Or version of the goalkeeping section. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, is a, this is not even up for debate. I think he was the clear winner. Um, Allison was second. Yeah, it was it was it was was a good um was a good he had a brilliant season last season the saves he made in the final. Mm-hmm. Yep, his, especially his game against Man City as well. It was really it was outstanding mm-hmm. in that match. Yeah. Yep, and his game against Chelsea, but definitely that Man City game. Remember how much saves he made in that game? Yeah, uh, and the save against um Grealish. Yeah, those 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 two shots I get from Grealish as well. It was really crucial to, to, to deny him the chance of Man City going on to the final. But yeah, hats off the court was still. Yeah, hats off the court 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 I don't know if it's it. But let's give him a round of applause. You know, um, I have a point. I have a point yeah, to me. Go ahead. go ahead. Although this is the ball and door, I believe Yashin was one of the last goalkeepers to actually win the Ballon d'Or when he was playing for Soviet Union in, in uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, we call it today, Russia. Mm-hmm. It is really interesting that they name uh, uh, an award after him now. Does that thought came on my mind? Yeah, I think they did it because when you really look at it, not I don't think a goalkeeper will ever win the Ballon d'Or based on how things are scale and rated these days. That is true. You, yeah, am I wrong? Do you How do you feel about this? Because I feel like, um, goalkeepers should be given a chance because you don't have a good goalkeeper. I don't think you can win anything in this sport. It's it's really difficult when people nowadays are looking on outfield players, goals and assists, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean what they do on the field to make you know chances are to shine bright on the field. So it's gonna be really hard for a goalkeeper to win it nowadays. But then you had the mm-hmm. the creation of a super keeper. You know they're commanding in the box. Mm-hmm. They could you know. But then being a goalkeeper in a super position was like really big way, way back when. And okay. today it's not really relevant right now. You just play mm-hmm. the ball outside the box and you're done. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. those guys were making saves, they're catching the ball, they're playing at a centre back in certain ways on the field, you know, super. They're playing alongside the centre back as well, too. So, yeah. So let me ask you this Do you think it was. um? A good idea for them to separate create a separate award for them. Um, it will never have the stature of a Ballon d'Or, mm-hmm. but I think it's, in the goalkeeping it, world, it is. It will not have the same stature as a Ballon d'Or, of course, because Ballon d'Or has always been the highest award which uh, a player in the football world can actually receive. And the Yasin Trophy is named after one of the greatest goalkeepers in history of football. So I mean, why not have that trophy? It's not as because of Ballon d'Or, but you're still getting a trophy just named after one of the best goalkeepers in history of football overall. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it does dignify you as the best goalkeeper for that year. So yeah, it is worth it's, it. 
is yeah the same same i have like the pussycast trophy one of the best strikers in history as well so yeah mm-hmm. yeah definitely um i guess i'll pick the next one the copa trophy you know how i feel about this um gavi yeah. congratulations to gavi for winning the copa trophy let's give him a round of applause Yeah, so congratulations to Gavi for um, winning the Young Player of the Year, winning the Copa Trophy. I personally feel it, it should have been given to Jude Bellingham. I felt like he has a better season. He had a better season. Yes, he doesn't play for... Yes, he plays for Dortmund, which is a less successful team than Barcelona. But his impact... That he basically took over from Erling Haaland. Even last season when Erling Haaland was injured, Girino was injured, uh, Marco Rice was injured, he would step up. He would score the goals. He would create the assist. When Dortmund was playing horribly, he's the only consistent player for Dortmund throughout. So I genuinely believe that he should have won this trophy. Um, what do you think? Well, I would have given it to Jewel as well. But I am partially biased. And I would actually say, well, Saka got tenth, and I'm really worried about that tent because I don't know. Everybody hates Arsenal. That's true. No. And, <laughs> and Ars, um, Saka and Arsenal has made a really big impact, even on the Unai and even last season as well. He was one of those players who, were, you know, he even got England this um player of the year as well too. He was always shining in whenever England or Arsenal, and he was just that player who could make a change. He was the main attacking outlet for Arsenal for the past. Past um, seasons that most of the goals that we came, we came from the right right hand side of the field. Not only right hand, but also playing the left hand as well. But uh, I would still give it over Jude because he was just that player for Dortmund who they actually needed. If it wasn't for him, I don't know where Dortmund would actually be in certain instances because he's basically the best player since Haaland left, and he's yep. looking to leave next year as well too. So I don't know what Dortmund would do. And just the other day, he had a captain armband as well. So, you know, he's a commanding player. He has the leadership and he's still young as well. Also, he's England, you know, bright midfielder after you have players like Gerard and Lampard. He's looking up to those two midfielders as well to be one of England's brightest prospects in the midfield. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. I do agree with you. I think, well, Gavi's a brilliant player. I would 100% give it to yeah. To yeah. Bellingham. Um, Benzema also won the Puskas Award for 2022. So congratulations um, to him for being the for being the best strike of the year. Another round of applause. <laughs> yeah, Benzema had a brilliant season um last year. And the first yeah. couple of goals that came to mind was those two headers against Chelsea. Man, hmm. those are brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are brilliant. And uh, yeah, again, congratulations, Karim Benzema. And to the big one, the one that everyone was waiting for. Karim Benzema is your 2022 Ballon d'Or winner. So congratulations, Karim Benzema. Well, I mean, 
This is not it news. It's <laughs> not news. It's really obviously it's going to win, yeah. Yeah, like, but, you, you couldn't give it to anyone else. It yeah, was just physically impossible. It's just been etched in my, in my mind that Lewandowski should have won the, the year. Yeah, Lewandowski should have won his year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. To, to all the football fans around the world, he has a Ballon d'Or in our hearts, okay? Yes, he does. And I remember when, you, yeah, when yeah. they made that trophy and still gave it to Messi. That oh. they made a trophy to appease Lewandowski's feeling, but then gave the Ballon d'Or to Messi. That was just all types of wrong. So crazy. Um, so crazy. And yep. like sometimes that competition is just rigged. Yeah, and they say, like, have they? What have what have they been saying recently? If you don't play in Spain, you can't win the Ballon d'Or. Uh, that's yeah, rhetoric. That's like, I, it, it's, I, just, it's just so one-sided. Like, if you want to win the Ballon d'Or, you have to either be playing for Real Madrid or Barcelona. No other teams in the world. Basically. And you know what? And another thing is the same thing with the uh, Copa Trophy. Like, why wasn't it given to to Bellingham? Even Phil Foden. He had a brilliant year. Yeah, he had a brilliant year too. Yeah. <laughs> um, As I said, um, if you want to win the Ballon d'Or or any other trophy, you got to go to Real Madrid or Barcelona. That's why it's said. We'll, we'll, That's what's really set nowadays. I mean, I hope we're the biggest teams in the world still, so mm-hmm. makes sense. But man, I genuinely hope this curse can be broken. A player from maybe Holland can break it. Maybe Holland can win it while he's at City. You know, um, I we'll, think I think the only player in England to actually win a Valander was probably Michael Michael Owen. Michael Owen didn't um. Yeah, didn't, Henry, Henry didn't, didn't, didn't Beckham win one? No? Beckham? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I think Michael Owen is still... Is either Michael Owen won it at Liverpool or he won it in Spain? I can't remember right now. That's, it's it's Michael right Owen. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, it's right. Michael Owen. Yeah. So... That's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> might, might might never happen again. So exactly, but, but, yeah. but we'll see. Um, on the women's side, Alex Puteas won the female Ballon d'Or. Uh, she won. She's the first female to win the Ballon d'Or in consecutive seasons. So yeah. congratulations, Alex Puteas. And to this is a great achievement yeah. to everyone. Um. Who plays this sport? These are yeah. the highest level awards. While yes. I do believe, and I do not believe in personal awards for um, a team sport, it is what it is. Yeah, true. Just to just want to give you my thoughts on women award. Just to show my knowledge that I watch women football. Here but we go. No, everyone, no hey, one says you don't watch the sport, bro. No, bet me should have won that award. All she got women. Sam Kerr, though. Sam Kerr, she had a brilliant yeah. year too. Yeah, but bet me, man, she was fantastic. Last season as well, she actually she, over she was she was actually over Villema. If you know Villema, Villema, she almost went to Barcelona as well, but she still at Arsenal, so a new contract. But man, Villema, I was gonna. Yeah, of course, it's for Arsenal. Me, but bet me, he's man. We actually captain that England team, man. Uh huh. There's no and there's no but Arsenal bias in your response. Got you. Nah, but. I mean, just look at me. She literally won England's Women's Best Player of the Year. <laughs> In <laughs> England, it? though? Yeah, England. <laughs> no, when they're, we... What? When I... you're competing in, in the European Championship. 
Man, again, you still got to go to Spain to win that. What team does Alex Putez play for? Yeah, Barcelona. There you go. Yeah. Question and answer. I mean, she she was the best woman player that season. I'm not going to lie. But Sam Kerr was oh, yeah. had a great season too. And um, yeah. so did uh, Beth Mead. City won team of the year. Yeah, this is total... I can't curse, but this, 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 this pissed me off. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna let you go first. I thought Real Madrid gonna win that because they literally won everything under the, under the sun. So I would say Man City. I mean, Man City is a brilliant team and won won Premier League and thing. But I mean, Real Madrid, Real Madrid beat Man City in the Champions League as well. So I'm like, how how all this works? So like, Real Madrid won everything, but they're not this. The best team of the year, like I don't get that. I was so confused. I'm just looking at Twitter like, huh? What exactly? Exactly. And another thing, like, what okay, if they issued out a list of um like a criteria, a list of criteria of what they use to size up what coincides for the best team, then maybe I could look at it and agree, but no from how they've been giving out this award over the past couple of years is the best team who won everything. Even if it wasn't going to be Real Madrid, it would have had to be Liverpool. Liverpool had the opportunity to win a quad to leave end the season on a quadruple last season. They went to the final of the Champions League. They went to every domestic final and won. And they went to the league. The league went down literally to the last game. In the last 10 minutes. Yeah. So even if you didn't give it to Real Madrid, you would have had to give it to Liverpool. I have no idea how City won best team. Maybe it's their style of play. Maybe it's their style of football. Cool. I get it. But Liverpool play brilliant football. Mm-hmm. While, Madrid, while Real Madrid at time doesn't play the best football, they're... they're they get Yes, and they're on the winning side of the most exciting games last season. Look at the game versus... PSG. It all started with PSG. Last minute against PSG, Benzema. Last minute against Chelsea, Rodrigo. Last minute against Man City, Benzema and Rodrigo. Yeah, I, I can't believe Real Madrid right now, to be honest. Leave the, the final in the final in Paris, Vinicius Junior. I just don't get this. So I feel like City was robbed. Not City. I feel like Real Madrid was robbed, or at least, or at least Liverpool was robbed. And, yeah, they, 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 if it wasn't, if you were not going to give it to Real Madrid, you would have to give it to Liverpool in my opinion. <laughs> hmm. But uh, okay. that wraps up our Ballon d'Or um, discussion. So let's move on. Big game reviews for the weekend. The biggest game of the weekend is El Clasico. Hello, Madrid! Let's go, baby! 3-1. Real Madrid um, taking on El Clasico um, this weekend. Goals from Benzema, Fede Valverde, and Rodrigo. Real Madrid made this look easy. Real Madrid stopped playing. <laughs> um, even though it got a bit testy at the end. But um, overall, Real Madrid uh, deserved to win this game. Let me hear your thoughts on this, Javier. 
or Barcelona. I don't know what their problem is on them. They just keep dropping down each each time. I mean, they're doing decent in the league, you know, but uh, well, I don't know what's I don't know what's happening with them. Xavi right now, he has he has like after fifty games, he's one of the worst percentage as a coach in Barcelona's history right now. I believe he's fifty six, and you know, Coman was bad. I'm bro, sixty six. So. Bro, not every, I'm I, sorry, I, not, I, not everyone can be Zidane, bro. I'm sorry, not everyone can be Zidane. Uh, Zidane got one of the best Real Madrid teams in. in, in and Chavi and Chavi pulled a lot of levers to get one of the yeah. best Barca teams in recent well, years. One of the best to build, that, that, to that construct, to try and construct one of the best. Let me tell you something. That Barca team is not on level with Real Madrid team. The best Barca. Thank team you, Barca. sir. You said it, not me. Yeah, I'm being real right now. One of the best Barca teams is what Pep had. This team right now, you have Adrian Lewandowski, you have Rafina who scored one goal, I have one assist so far. You have one foot Dembele. Ah, that's not one of so, the best Barca teams in history. What are you talking so about? Le- no. No, I, no, I said he spent all this money to try and construct one of the best Barca teams. When Lewandowski signed, no, apart he, from he Benzema, no, he was considered the best striker in the world. He you had Dembele, not... the end of last... No, let me finish, let me finish. The end of what last season, Dembele. The end of last season, Dembele was... Everyone wanted Dembele because he was uh, going to be a free agent. Over the summer, Barca killed Chelsea to get Rafinha. They signed Kounde, Kounde, right? They signed Frank on a free transfer. They signed Christensen. These are great players. They spent money they didn't have to construct a team. Most, he wanted to construct a winning team. Most of those players are short-term yeah. fix. Even so, also, as well. This, you can't call Abameyang. They sold Abameyang. And even if Abameyang exactly, plays, he, he still wouldn't make a term. difference. Exactly, he was a short-term fix. So, uh, okay, so, so so why did they spend all of this money if it wasn't supposed to win now? Well, uh, Rafinha, I don't even think Barcelona even, even paid for Rafinha as yet. <laughs> Bro, Bro, you're not making your... You're no, not making it. You're not no, ma- you're proving my point, no, though. No, but they needed... They actually needed players, though. They didn't have nobody else who could actually play. They're one of the best players is gone. Messi, they had to try and find players who can actually place the goals. They had players. Fatty, you had, you already have Fatty. You already had Ferran Torres, and Fatty came back strong. Fatty is their best player this season. Fatty off the bench. Fatty off the bench is their best. Fatty off the bench is their best player this season. You have, um, you have Ferran Torres. You have Memphis Depay. You did not need to sign Rafinha. And you know what? But let me show you why why you didn't why they didn't need to sign Rafinha. Rafinha's best position is off the right. Dembele's best position is off the right. Each time they try to play Dembele or Rafinha on the other wing, it never works out. Each that time, a, 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 nat- a natural... But you're proving my point. They spent money they didn't need. They need, need to spend, and they spent money in the wrong position. They should have showed they had their defense. Anyway. So I don't know what they're doing. We spoke about this. Why are they spending money when you could actually try and save money? But you then I get... But then let's again, get back to the game. Let's get back to let's, the game. Let's me. They lost the best player and they had to try and replace that. And it wasn't working out so well. They didn't, they didn't lose their best player last season, Javier. They, they didn't lose their best player this summer. They lost him over a year ago. Yet you don't Ex- search to try and replace exactly. uh, Messi. You don't search to try and replace Messi with another Messi because that's never going to happen. You strengthen the squad in entirety. I don't care. They were not trying to replace Messi, trying to replace what he contributed goals and assists. And you had that. So let me tell you, let me ask you a question. 
if you mm. since you're defending him, if you um if you were um if you La were Porter. Jordan Laporta La and you were making decisions, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, you were making decisions. Let me tell us something. Right? Me, you're telling me you would have signed Rafinha. You had that. Some, you had the bill. You you would have signed Rafinha. Let me tell you something. Me, as the person who support Arsenal for the amount of years right now, I know who shopped on money. I'm using that youth academy. That's just my thought still. That's what I, I was saying though. That's what I said yeah, earlier in the year. I, yeah, but I'm telling you, the, the, I'm telling you the way that Barcelona took it, and it, it went so well. It did not. Did it so went well. so well. You know what? I'm I'll, I'll re- with withhold my um res- I'll hold my reserve I'll keep my reservations until the neck the end of the group stage of the Champions League. First of all, Barcelona is not going to Champions League. They're going straight to Europe League. Listen, better from no. This is the Barcelona I'm, fan, guys. Because I don't know what I support Arsenal more more longer than Barcelona. Sorry. But first of all, I don't know what, what uh-huh. Barcelona has been thinking for the past past years right now. They're thinking it's upside down. When, when since Barso, since we, Barso, and it's crazy. They're not, they're not a well run. You know what? They're we're getting we're getting away. We are getting away from the right. actual I even, game. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, um, this was embarrassing. At one point when they were playing, the Ole started coming out. Madrid were just passing the ball for fun. Stadium was Ole, Ole, Ole. This was El Clasico, but this was more like um, a beatdown. Until the subs were made, yeah. I must give Barcelona credit where it's due. Yeah. When the subs were made, um, they came on and changed the game. But then, Madrid got one penalty and then killed the they game. They need help. They need help. <laughs> All right. The Clearly, this is a touchy topic for you, so let's move on. The club is <laughs> so bad. Club is run so bad. Yeah. Run All so right. bad. We don't have enough time for this. Let's move on. The biggest game of the weekend, in my opinion, was I mean, the biggest game and the more all right, let me rephrase that. The more exciting game of this weekend was Liverpool versus Man City. This was an awesome game. While it only finished 1-0, Liverpool won this game by Mohamed Salah goal, surprisingly, at the 76th minute. Javier, mm. give me the deets. Well, God, what's up? What do you think? Me, I was, you know, Halan had at least at least three chances and he just didn't get to put them away. But boy, is it Liverpool... fair to say, hmm? is it fair to say Gomez pocketed him? Because that's the talk Gomez. of the town. Gomez. Gomez and Van Dyke. Whatever they can say, you know. Whatever they can say, Liverpool still now in the league. <coughs> but no. But but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna answer your question. Um not quite pocketed, but Alan should have scored his chances that he got though. He's <laughs> what chances? That's the thing. He didn't have yeah, a clear cut chance. Yeah, he had three chances. He had at least two headers and he had one goal scoring opportunity, which he actually missed as well. But and you know, Haaland is good at headers as well, so I was really surprised why he didn't score those two, which is bizarre. But Manchester, but Liverpool was they're really attacking mm-hmm. well in, in the park as well. And you Klopp try to change the taxes up a bit more. I believe they're playing 4 3 3 as well. Uh sorry, 4 4 3. And it was I don't know. Klopp and his tactics gagging person and the way has changing. He utilized Thiago in that 
in that midfield not to actually make some forward plays and look a bit better actually he actually learned from that Arsenal game as well uh, how to change against Man City and he's working well but it's just that Salah is really selfish mm-hmm. because Liverpool could have scored and multiple times and Salah just won't pass the ball to if Jota if he had just passed Jota yeah, yep, that's Jota, the problem yeah. you know if it was Mane Mane would have passed Jota the ball too. to be 2 you know but uh, I don't know exactly it's, it's Salah and, but, and, um, and Jota too Jota had a couple of chances he should have scored. Yeah. Whether to Firmino or um whoever was yeah, making that yeah, late and coming around. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But you know, um it's a, it was surprising seeing Haaland not to square because you know he has been in a good form form recently. He has 15 goals at least right now. Mm-hmm. And he's going forward for golden boot. All of a sudden that Kevin mm-hmm. DeBrani, he was playing really well. He's playing really well. And Cancelo. He was being really, really good so off that um off that red side. But regardless though, Liverpool they look much better. They look much better. Even they have a lot of injuries and players missing like that. They look much better in that game against Man City. I was wondering because if you know it's their direct rivals going head to head for the league that they had to play hard. But I want to see how they're gonna play in the next game if they can improve on what they did on uh, against Man City. But attacking wise, they look really good defending. They look like Liverpool look much level. Better. Yeah, they look much better defending. Uh, you know, you see Klopp saying that he has to make use of what resources he has. He cannot go out and buy a player that costs seventy million, or like like a player who costs hundred million. He gotta use what he what he has <laughs> has at his helm right now. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have those finances. Shot at, Man City, at City. Man City. Yeah, shot at City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, so it be that's how football is now. It's football is changing. You need to talk to your owners, make your owners give us some money instead of us. I mean, you was asked a question still, but if you're having problems, you can ask the owner like for some money. But that's the same thing Arsenal manager did too, and he got money. So just saying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a I gonna pose a question to you, but let me answer first. Um, or let me give my assessment of this game. I think Liverpool changed their tactics where they actually started their pressing um, quicker. They whipped the ball around faster with more precision. They dropped off. They weren't playing that high line. Milner, for me, was excellent in that game because he was cleaning up every second ball. If you watch that game, was cleaning up every second ball. And Van Dijk, Van Dijk, between Van Dijk and Gomez, they did not let Haaland breathe. Salah, who disappeared the entirety of the first part of the season, showed up and he played ball. Um, And this was just a Liverpool winning the game. City played great. City had some good um, play, but Liverpool was clear and this clearly deserved the win. My question to you is, do you think um, City lost the game or Liverpool won it? I'll say City lost. The reason why they should have done much, much better. Knowing that City is on form as well. I know Liverpool is coming from a bad form from Arsenal. But then again, Liverpool had to bounce back from that loss. But still, much City lost that game because they are competing for the title right now. They had That was a must-win game for them to at mm. least go on top of Arsenal, I believe. Yeah, I believe it's supposed to go on top of Arsenal if they won that game. So, yes, no, no, no. They would have been um, still one point behind Arsenal because Arsenal won the game that day. Yeah. 
Oh, so okay, no, Arsenal yeah. are four points clear. Oh yeah, four points clear. Oh nice. But yeah, they should have been one point behind. So yeah, they lost that game. That's a must-win game for them to close the gap. So mm-hmm. yeah. But congratulations to Liverpool and um my Liverpool friends. I won't be roasting you this week. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't like them at all. So. <laughs> Still in the Premier League, Chelsea um was the early game in this game. Um, we did not. Chelsea did not play well, but two brilliant goals from Mason Mount giving us the win. Uh, Graham Potter, I think this is now five wins on the chart. Absolutely brilliant. We, I think uh, Chelsea faces Southampton and then United on Saturday. <laughs> so, we just had to put a little Chelsea mention in there. Not much in this game. Pretty straightforward. Tony Will. Kepa made some brilliant saves. Good to see him have his confidence back and good to see him back um, in high spirits. Arsenal winning 1-0. They go four points clear. Bakayo Saka. What do you I you I know you covered this game. Um yeah, what's your it, thoughts? Of course. of course I watched it. Uh well the game was starting. I know the lights on Ellen Road went out. <laughs> and thank God we waited for the lights to come up because you know what happened in that match today with the with the um leads offside penalty thing. It's a mm-hmm. good thing the lights came back on and you know VR was being used, but man. Uh, Liverpool fans were saying that if we watch the Liverpool versus Arsenal game, the first goal of Martinez was what offside. Uh, Saka goal as well, leading up was offside as well. Two day five year cameras weren't working, but the same thing happened against Arsenal against Leeds, so bad um, refereeing as well. So, I mean, <laughs> fear, fear with, with what's going on with referees in England, it's really bad. But yeah, uh, Arsenal they they should have scored more than just one nil. Uh, Martin should have scored, but uh, Gabriel Jesus he wasn't so electrifying that game. I guess he's still recovering from the knock that he had. Uh, defending wise, Gabriel Gabriel was actually really good defending wise. Just a silver William silver. Yeah, he mm-hmm. made a few mistakes that match, and then again, uh, I was defending Arteta that he should have made William silver go and loan, you know improve his match game or fans were saying that he didn't need to improve his match game but seeing that he made at least three mistakes since the league started it shows that it's a good thing going to loan to actually learn from those mistakes because mm-hmm. if he didn't he was making way more mistakes in the Premier League. The Premier League is a different ball game than what you see in League on in France. So so yeah but overall the game Partey and Shaka good as usual. Uh, Shaka playing as an advanced playmaker going up into the field, which was faster though. You could at least score a goal. Partey doing the right thing, intercepting the ball, linking defense to attack the same way. He, he's really crucial in that role. Martinelli, he does the same thing each game, running after the um, defenders and also wide fullbacks as well, terrorizing them really good. Gabriel Jesus, I know he couldn't do as much because he's still, you know, he's still recovering, but at least he got some game time to stretch his legs and, you know, get re-energized back. But it was a good game overall. Saka, that goal, man. That was a really good goal. That angle was so tight, but he got the ball in the same way. So I'm happy that he got the goal. But Leeds, well, Leeds was actually dangerous coming forward, especially Bramford as well. But man, mm. it's a good thing Arsenal could hold their own in them because if it was an old Arsenal, yeah, those goals would have been let in. But I'm happy that they're able to defend good, get the ball out, and 
try to pressure back leads. But the thing with Arsenal though is that the same thing with Liverpool game, there's some instances when they actually get a little bit complacent and it starts mm-hmm. to slow down a bit. That's why I am campaigning that in a January they try to get a midfielder like Cruz who can control the tempo, keep possession, and you know, let the players regroup and try to attack again. We need a player who's who's actually like that. I know we're looking for a player like that in Faber Vera, mm-hmm. but he's more of a player who can be direct and attacking. But Arteta might want he's to get a baller soon. So yeah, I'll see what's he's gonna a happen. But, love that man. But yeah, I'm Wait, happy happy that, that they baller. won that game still. Happy that they won the game still and they're four points ahead of City. Next game is Southampton. Let's see how it goes. To play Southampton next? Yeah, the Man City game is postponed, so Southampton. Yeah. Okay, because I know Chelsea plays Southampton on um on Thursday or oh. Wednesday. Uh, oh. No, no, I'm sorry. We play Brentford on Wednesday. Oh, that's so, a hard game right guys. here. Mm-hmm. We'll see away. what part of... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so it should be a good game, though, because I want to see how far yeah. um they've come yeah, under Potter. It's, it's a hard away ground, so good luck with you, that. You know what game is going to be a good game? Uh, Tottenham, Man- Manchester United on Wednesday. I want to see that game. I hope Tottenham lose, though. <laughs> Me too. I want to take their third spot. Um, yeah. But yeah, <laughs> let's see. Let, again, good game to look out for this for midweek, guys, on Wednesday at 3.15 Eastern. Um, Standard time, Manchester United, Tottenham. Over to Germany before we wrap up. Union Berlin destroyed Dortmund 2-0. Your boys are winning. Yeah. yeah. I realize that they're on top of the league table right now. I was not expecting mm. that. Comfortably. Right? <laughs> Comfortably. Really comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time a team like this has been on top of the Bundesliga table. Usually, I mean, Bayern will be like way ahead a long time already. Mm-hmm. But probably mm-hmm. the, the last time something like this happened was probably like 2006 or so. Or probably 2011 yeah. when yeah, teams at like Wolfsburg were like had you know, a really good team, but Union Berlin, like, it's really surprising to see what they're, they're doing their thing. I need to watch them more to see what they're going on with still. Definitely, but, definitely. Yeah. Bayern also destroyed five, Freiburg um, 5 0. The triple, yeah. triple S scored. Sad, Sad, um, Sani, Leroy Sani, Sadio Mane, Serge Gnabry, and Savasa. That's 4 S. Um, they, they defeated, uh, uh, Freiburg 5-0. And um, yeah. in the games on Saturday, Frankfurt defeated Leverkusen 5-1. And Leverkusen is still um, struggling in the league. Uh, that was Chabi Alonso's second game, I think. He won his first. Boy. Uh, but, <laughs> man. Seven. Sorry. Eight, eight goals conceding and just starting. Boy, it's not looking good at all, boy. Yeah, but uh, it could be another Frank Lampard effect where it takes some time for the team to galvanize and um, actually see that new manager bound. But um, all hats off to him. I hope he is able to pick up this team and uh, keep it running. And yeah, it just I wish them the best because it's kind of sad to see Liverpool slipping out and um, mm. slipping at the bottom of the table. Mm. And that brings us to the end of um, this episode. Thank you for joining us on the final whistle. 
please go to our Instagram page at the Final Whistle Podcast. That's the with the blue logo on the ball. Um, please look out for our YouTube page that is coming that is coming soon. You can follow us on Twitter at the Final Whistle without the E at the end, but replace it with that ten. Um, and you can follow or uh, you can follow Javier as um. I'll have him say social, but you can follow me at KXNG underscore Arctic on Instagram. DM us um, for anything, uh, any questions and stuff like that, and interact with our Instagram page. And shout out to the Five Aside Podcast um, for your share and for your, for your support. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Do um, you have anything you want to say before you go? Uh, well... Uh, thank you guys for listening to the episode so far and our thoughts on football overall. Uh, more content will be put out soon, and we're just trying to upload as much as we can within the week as well. Uh, well, you can follow me on Instagram at Saint Laurent Hav. Uh, it's a Saint and Laurent Hav. Hav, why I said it in you know French. Uh, and me, you can message me if you want to collaborate or anything like that. I just put a message to our to Javon, and we can see you and we can set a date and we can record and whatsoever still but thank you for listening and i hope you all have a good night or a good morning whenever you listen to this podcast yeah yeah and have, a, have a great day if it's midday too but um from your host um javon and my co-host avir uh catch you guys on the flip Uh, thank